Well, today I want to continue on the series we started last week. And the title of last week's series was what? The Love Test. Hallelujah. I quoted Proverbs chapter 17 verse 3. He says, The refining pot is for silver and the furnace for gold. But the Lord tests the heart. So whatever decision I make in life, I make a decision because the God I serve, he tests your heart. The way you treat people, the way you relate with people, the choices you make even in secret. Understand that as for men, you can lie to us, but God tests your heart. Why does God test your heart? God will test your heart with stress before he can trust you with success it means that when you come up under pressure and everybody in this church please listen to me in your lifetime somebody will offend you and whether you forgive the person or not and the next choices and the consequences of the next stage of your life will be dependent on your ability to forgive not because they deserve forgiveness but because god wants you to do that because it's the right thing to do in first thessalonians chapter 2 verse 4 the bible says but we speak the good news because god tests us and trusted us to do it when we speak we are not trying to please people but god who tests our heart first thessalonians chapter 2 verse 4 I I quoted new century version. But as we are allowed of God to be put in trust with the gospel. Even so we speak not as pleasing men but God. Which trieth our heart. Child of God. Listen to me brothers and sisters. Lately we. Nobody talks to us about the trials of our faith. Being a Christian doesn't mean you won't go through difficulties. That your business will be all rosy from beginning to the end. The fact that you pray. Does not exonerate you from real harsh realities of life what christianity does to you is that there is a supply of strength to overcome the temptation so the bible says that we are overcomers so the thing will come by to know over us new english translation you know lately a lot of people use that word charlie this one the pastor he over me have you heard of it before you you over me no 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 we say we are overcomers you are called an overcomer it means that no matter the difficulty no matter the problems no matter the challenges you will overcome it means that whenever we are going through major changes of life we have pressure experiences it is what we do when we are up under pressure that will determine whether we will be pleasing to god or not every day there will be a test child of god this life we are not it's not a solo art we we are living life together and when one is weak the other will encourage the person and say we are overcomers god has been so gracious to us that he doesn't want you to live alone and and so even when your heart is overwhelmed he sends you somebody to walk alongside you and tell you that you are bigger than who you think you are you are resilient you are stronger see you can overcome hallelujah we are told of the story of daniel in in daniel shadrach meshach and abednego in daniel chapter 1 verse 3 to 8 the bible tells us this that then the king instructed ashpenaz the master of his enox to bring some of the children of israel and some of the king's descendants and some of the some of the nobles young men in whom there was no blemish but good looking gifted in all wisdom possessing knowledge and quick to understand 
who had ability to serve in the king's palace. He means it's not everybody who can serve in the king's palace. And whom they might teach the language and literature of the Chaldeans. So they are going to do what? Teach them. They have an ability to learn. These are sharp people. He says, some of the king's descendants. So remember that Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they were royals. And royals are trained and equipped to walk and carry themselves in a certain way. In fact, they are taught how to, how to smell wine. But when they went there, Bible says that when they got there, the king decided to give them food to eat. Verse 8. And the king appointed for them a daily provision of the king's delicacies and of the wine which he drank and three years of training for them. How many years? He means everybody there will be a three-year training season and everything that you have believed in will be tested everybody is more fearful three years how many years how many years did, did they groom esther there's three years where you go through proper preparation but these people because of the nature of their work they were given three years of temptation how many years did jesus have read your bible then in the third year when jesus would die he went and knelt before god and the bible says he said god if need be let this cup pass over me you know sometimes i want to ask jesus a question so if you pass over you to who <laughs> his love and all of us our love for god will be challenged one way or the other whatever you have come to love will be challenged what see if you don't know these things you have you have problems that whatever you believe in will be tested your marriage your health your finance everything will be tested but when it is tested the test is there to find out whether you are fully committed to it or not but daniel purposed in his heart verse 8 that he would not defile himself with the portion of the king's delicacy in other words he made a conscious decisive decision he made up his mind brothers and sisters there's nothing like a made up mind you must make a decision that when you are tested you will honor god you must make a decision nothing will cause you to compromise on your values as a christian daniel purpose in whose heart was his rabbi there was his father there was his priest there yet he purposed child of god there are some decisions sometimes when you are there alone make that decision no matter what i honor god because you don't know who is looking after you how many years after over two thousand years after way beyond two thousand three thousand four thousand years after you and i are talking about daniel because he purposed in his heart to honor god child of god you may never know who your life must be an example to your love for god must cause you to be grounded in your faith you don't have to be a perfect person in christianity be grounded your love for god now god had brought daniel into favor and tender love with the prince of the enoch no now look at this scripture god had past tense yet daniel did not know until he made the decision in first corinthians chapter 10 the bible says there is no temptation that has befallen us but that which is common among men the word temptation there in the in the hebrew rendering means test and trials so there is no test and trial that has befallen you but that which is common he says for with the temptation god will make a way of escape for you god he will not bring a temptation that you can overcome. He means that for every time that your faith, your love for him is tested, 
He has made provision. He's just waiting for you to make a choice. Will you choose me or you choose people? And when your, your test come, I pray, may you choose God. Verse 10. I fear my Lord the King who has appointed you your meat and your drink. For why should he see your faces worse liking than the children which are of your sort? It means that the people who came, even though they were all Jewish people, they were compromising. In a strange land, they were compromising. He said that if you eat, you'll be different from the people. He said, listen, let me eat. Until you are willing to sacrifice everything online for God, you are not ready for God's uncommon favor. Many of us, we are afraid to even sacrifice anything for God. It has to be our convenience or it is not God. Let me be, can I tell you something? Hey, see, anytime you have to do something for God and it's very inconveniencing, it is God. It's not the devil. Whatever you have to do when it has to do with God or adding value to another human being and it's inconveniencing you, it is God because the devil will not let you do something that will bring you a blessing. Most of the time, when our love for God is tested, oh, God loses. Many of us, the problem we have has to do with our mind. Our mind has been set in a certain way that if the thing is comfortable, then it is God. If it's uncomfortable, it is not God. Hear me, there is nothing you can attempt in this life that you have all money for it. I said, Christianity is a submission of our will to a God we do not see. That is the most important thing. When you say somebody is a Christian, we say the person has submitted his will to a God he cannot see, but believe that he exists. And therefore, we obey his instructions, laws, and principles. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6, it says, let him that come to the Lord believe that he is and that he's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Why? Because who wanted that? Most of us have not seen God. Very few people have had encounters. But how sure are they, Paul, that the encounter they had is true? It is their word against yours. But you must first believe. Nobody has seen God without first believing that he exists. There were certain four character qualities that Daniel and his friends exhibited. And last week, we just spoke on one. One is integrity. So You see, the food test was an integrity test. Why? Because food reveals the integrity of a person's heart. So when, he, when they tested, it was his integrity. Uh, it was, you see, it was his integrity. What do you believe in? And what was Daniel's response? Daniel says, you see, when Daniel chose not to eat the king's food, what he was saying was, you can't change my values no matter where I am. In other words, I am not going to conform to the societal values because I'm a Jewish person and I've submitted myself to a God I cannot see. But I've lived by his promises and I know what he can do. Can you say the same about your God? You know, a lot of people think pastors are not tempted. Ours is worse than yours. Because it's a power game. It gets to a point. Do you know what God has to break up? It will stop. You won't see anything. Sometimes God will break you, the pastor, to let you know that you are not the one who is in control of the prophecy. He has to show you the vision. Child of God, when you are praying for something and the thing is not coming, stop this game that we play. God, am I the only person you don't hear? Who are you? Does he owe you? Your values. When you are somewhere else. See, don't package yourself out of God's way. Don't, don't in the name of trying to fit in, compromise on your values values as a christian the fact that you are going through financial crisis does not mean you should compromise on your values as a christian child of god listen to me you you, you have to make this decision that i'm going to honor god and hold on to his values irrespective of the environment in which i find myself the bible says in romans chapter 12 verse 2 that do not be conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewing of your that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of god who does the proving who does the acceptable? 
Who does the perfect will? It's not God, it's you. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed, what for? By the, that who? That you may prove what is that good, and acceptable, and perfect will of God. You do the proving because you love God. Your mind is renewed. Whatever decision I'm taking, I am not compromising. And when you don't, God blesses you. Please, write this statement now before we go to the second character. You will not have everybody to accept you in life if you will be distinguished. You must stand for what you believe in. The second discipline is personal discipline. You see, we are talking about the love test. Your, your love for God, one of the tests God will test you if you say you love me, is your discipline. A lot of us are not disciplined. Pastors, presidents, governors, MDs, not disciplined. They go for, for all kinds of things and all sorts of things happen. Hey, festival, matter. Wedding. I don't know what it is with wedding. Everybody's misbehaving. So, no, 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 brother, listen to me. You are different. Oh, God brought you there to be a shining example of His grace and glory. Set up yourself apart and God will lift you. You see, Daniel controlled his appetite. Somebody wrote a book. He says, Ego is the enemy. How many of us? Every now and then we feel our ego is bruised. And, and you don't know who I am. Oh, no, we don't know who you are. <laughs> who are you? Listen to me. We will lose stuff. But what we do when we lose stuff determines what happens. Personal discipline. Your yes must be yes. Your no must be no. Romans chapter 6 verse 13. And do not present your members as instruments of unrighteousness to sin. But present yourself to God as being alive from the dead. And your members as instruments of righteousness to God. Because all of us will be tempted. We are still tempted. How you respond to difficulties influences where your heart is. Daniel said, just because I can afford something doesn't mean I should buy it. It is only a fool who says, oh, it's mine. Put it on the screen. It's a scripture. It means that the Bible says, a word aptly spoken are like gold in settings of silver. It's also a scripture. So when I speak all my mind, I am a what? First Corinthians 16, 30. I'm reading New Living Translation. Be on God. Stand firm in the faith. Be courageous. Be strong. And do everything with love. Do everything with what? Why is he saying we should be on guard? Because sometimes the devil will drop thoughts that will sway us. Thoughts of discouragement can, can sway you. God wants us to be on guard. And then the next one is courage. You see, Daniel was willing to stand alone. Are you willing to stand alone even if it's not popular? Stand alone. All your friends are getting divorced, so you too want to divorce. Please, you are not your friend. No. Ask those who are divorced. It's not easy to be alone. You know, when you are in there, we encourage you to stop. Me, how tolerate this? Look at the way he's treating you. No, listen, it's a misunderstanding. Pray, but sit with the man. I say, we love ourselves. This, this, this is not this is not us. We, we, we can't we can't do this. Can, can we so I, I'm sorry. And who says when you are sorry is wrong? You don't have to be right to say I'm sorry. Hello? Can I preach to somebody? I say you don't have to be all why? You want another scripture? The Bible says, without contradiction, the less is blessed by the greater. So when you forgive your husband, you are, you, you see, you have blessed him. And the moment you have, you've done that, you have an upper hand. You have won without fight. In the kingdom of God, we don't fight. Forgiveness! The Bible says that anybody who is able to control his spirit is mightier than one who takes a city. It means that if, if you can control your emotions, you are bigger than Putin. And the Bible says, if you are, if you are able to control your spirit... Because of your love for God. I pray. May you control your spirit because of your love for God. 
you see forgiving some it takes courage to forgive oh see it takes courage it takes courage to love the unlovable because some people like the guy who is who is standing there pulpit and preaching honestly i've gone to god several times are you sure that you have called me because i don't qualify you and god intentionally does that because he wants us to have the courage to trust him that as i have committed this into your hands almighty god you have a way of changing it for me have you ever prayed for something and the answer is not coming before and then and then and then a thought is coming in your head and you are wondering maybe god hears for others but not you and yet a pastor will come and preach and say believe god sometimes the annoying part is the one that they ask you for offering <laughs> you saw that no it's courage god wants us to he, you know shadrach meshach and abednego will have their own issue they say king we will not be careful to answer it concerning this matter our god will save us but even if he doesn't save us i'm not we are not bending everybody here i will encourage you to do one thing for me get to know god for yourself so that you make the decision based on you not based on somebody else you know what brought the reformation that brought the protestant church because somebody saw a truth in the word of god that the just shall live by his faith child of god your faith in God is all God needs. He wants you to have the courage to believe that He is your God and He is your source. The day you have the courage to believe, God is the one who promotes me. Your life will change forever. Turn to your neighbor and say, Sister, God is your source. Say, if you didn't hear anything today, God is your source. Courage. Someone say, Courage. courage. We have to have courage to believe God for every area of our life. You don't need money to start anything. Step out believing that your God will do it. Once you pray, then there's a, there's a desire in your heart to do it. Somebody say, Pastor, how do I know that this one is from God? Somebody asked me a question. The last one is faithfulness. So I will answer it and end it with that one. Philippians chapter 2 verse 30. For it is God which worketh in you, both to will and... So when you will to do something, it's from God. But it must be according to his good pleasure do you know what it means it means that whatever you are willing must not compromise on your values as a christian number two it must be in alignment with scripture it means it should whatever you are willing it should not be a violation of scripture so you cannot come and say that when i look at pastor dan it's god's will for me to marry no i'm married already hello you look at this obroni sitting there you're like he this fine obroni guy when i look at the way his body is there's money in his pocket his wife cries black it's not god's way me that i am fair i am no it's against scripture you can't go for him hello according to his good pleasure that is how you find god's will and once you find god's will remember that god is faithful and he calls us to faithfulness you have to be faithful to god no matter what what does it mean you see daniel's love for god caused him to worship god even when it was at the risk of his life he was willing to risk everything just because he didn't want to defile himself for god and you know what god did next week i'm going to teach you god gave them things they did not ask for child of god we are praying for things we don't need to pray for god i need this no 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 just be in his will see let your love guide your choices and decisions and whatever you need you get matthew 6 33 seek ye first the kingdom that's the meaning he says seek ye first god and his right way of doing things and every other thing people are running and rushing and looking for it shall be added unto you wherever you are close your eyes pray and say spirit of god i have come to you father let me be committed to the things of god let me let my life align to your word let me be a person who is devoted to you devoted committed let me honor you let my love for you 
cause me to make important decisions that will bring glory to you that will bring glory to you he, 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 god is calling us to be faithful to the end no matter the pressure no matter how reasonable it is that compromising will give us something god is calling you and i into that life a life that honors him a life that pleases him child of god there is a god we have not seen him but many people have worked with him and we've seen what he can do for them what can you believe god for sometimes you are dating somebody that thing is not working and because you want to keep the person you go to sleep with the person it doesn't work that way i like you to pray and renew your relationship with god and say god i will not compromise on my values i will stand for what is right i will stand for i will value what you value when you are under under pressure what you do will determine what what happens to your life what you do under pressure what you do and you want to pray say lord let me be a person of integrity let me be a person who has personal discipline let me be a person let me be a person who, who has courage to stand alone i am not afraid to stand alone i will never forget my core values even when i'm giving things that entice me to cave in you want to pray and say lord help me to live right help me to trust you help me to believe you for things and not me i will trust you jesus i will attempt big things because i know you are with me my love for you will cause me to do things that others will come and learn from i want you to pray father help me help me help me i pray for everyone here but we be people who are committed to integrity when we are enticed by food money fame power may the integrity of our heart preserve us father when when we are enticed to compromise on our values may we have the courage to stand alone lord may we have personal discipline to say no to things but say yes to things thank you father thank you lord in jesus name amen okay